Welcome to another edition of the Y-Pod, where we highlight everyday Wyoming leaders. This episode features LCCC head rodeo coach, Seth Glaus. We talk about highlights of his rodeo career, his thoughts on coaching, and how he finds joy in his role as a coach. Hope you enjoy listening, even a small part as much as we enjoyed recording it. Here we go with Seth Glaus. My name is Seth Glaus. I'm the head rodeo coach at Laramie County Community College. Before we talk about rodeo at the college level in your current position, if you could take us all the way back. Where did you grow up? What was your family like? So I was uh, born in Newcastle, Wyoming. Moved from there to Rock Springs when I was very young. Uh, grew up in Rock Springs. Went to high school in Farson uh, at Farson Eden High School. When I started my profession, or I went to college in Riverton at Central Wyoming College, and then pursued my professional rodeo career. And in about 2009-10, my dad got appointed by Governor Matt Mead to work on the Board of Equalization. <clears throat> when I was rodeoing, inherently all my stuff kind of moved to Cheyenne with him, and now that's where we call home. And if I remember correctly, your father was also involved in rodeo? So he college rodeoed as well uh, for Casper College and then went to the University of Wyoming, rodeoed for them there and pursued a law degree. He rode Bronx and professional rodeoed a little bit and has a lot of strong ties to Wyoming in this, specifically Casper in this area. At what age did you know you wanted to rodeo? As long back as I could remember. It was just my childhood dream to to be a rodeo cowboy and to compete at the NFR and compete to win world championships. Could you tell us a little bit about your career, bearing in mind that there are a lot of people who don't even know what it means to have a career in rodeo? <laughs> yes, sir. Um, so I started professional rodeo as soon as I turned 18. Um, bought my permit with the PRCA. I uh, was fortunate enough to fill it that summer. Started my rookie year 2007. Um, ended up in the top 50 in the world and just and in the bull riding, I think I was maybe runner-up rookie of the year in the all-around, which is competing in more than one event. I rode Bronx and Bulls at the Saddle Bronx and Bulls at the PRCA rodeos. Um, and that really just lit a fire under me that I wanted to go, wanted to go rodeo and really compete and be in the top 15 in the world. My second year of college at Central Wyoming, I ended up qualifying for the NFR and in the bull riding and they just competed out there didn't have much luck that year went back got hurt in 2009 went back to school for another guy with a lot of wyoming ties craig latham he was the head rodeo coach at panhandle state university was a really good mentor and in 2010 i qualified back to the nfr and i went back 10 11 and 12 and then unfortunately got hurt at the nfr in 2012 had shoulder surgery tried to come back Several times after that, rodeoed for about four more years before I had to retire from a, from another shoulder injury. When you say bull, how big are these? Um, they they can range from you know thousand pounds up to over two thousand pounds. And you got hurt doing this? Yeah, you know, honestly, <laughs> I was very fortunate in my career. I never had serious injuries. Just my body quit holding up there at the end, and that's kind of how it goes. For people who are thinking, is this 1,000 to 2,000 pound creature, animal that you're getting on top of, what is it about that that you found appealing? 
<laughs> I really don't know. Um, no, to be honest, it's like any any adrenaline event when there's nothing like it when you make a great bull ride on a great bull, knowing that you conquered that animal that's you know ten times your size and and you made all the correct adjustments and moves to to make a successful ride and it's just one of those feelings you can't can't put into words but you you know you know you've accomplished something when you're done this is an audio version only so people wouldn't see the smile on your <laughs> face when you were talking about that but it's obvious you still think very fondly of it uh, what do you miss most about the idea of being a competitor honestly the things i miss the most is you know traveling to places we wouldn't get to go to and and being around the people, I, I really miss them. Um, but it's it was a very unique lifestyle and pretty cool. The, the things we got to do and the places we got to see for somebody who was born in Wyoming and you know been to the East Coast, the West Coast, and everywhere in between. You left rodeo, and if I remember right, you got out of rodeo. What did you do when you were away from rodeo? Um, so I worked at a, I started working at a well service company, um, water well service company when I was uh, rehabbing from my shoulder, shoulder injury. Uh, worked for them for a few years and then kind of got healthy and hurt and healthy and hurt again in, in the rodeo world. And so I just kind of stepped away and just went to work for a while. Uh, did some construction work and different different types of things and you know, just trying to figure out what life after rodeo looked like. Um, in 2016, I was approached to be the help be the assistant coach when they were transitioning the head coaching position. Yeah, by Kirby Eppert, and um, so I, I helped her for a semester, and then they did the full coaching search and was hired by. Um, when Bo Clark got hired, he asked me to be his assistant. So I helped him for two years, and then he moved on to the University of Wyoming. And the experience that I gained under his his leadership um, really helped me transition into the to the role I am now. What was it about the idea of coaching that you found appealing? Um, you know, I just I really love the students. Um, you know, it's rodeo has always been one of my passions, and. To, to be able to help the students, you know, really lay the groundwork for their next steps in their career was pretty cool and pretty neat to me. Um, you know, not everybody's going to have a full-fledged professional rodeo career, but a lot of these students, as soon as they graduate, they either move on to a four-year or they enter the workforce and help them get their degree and advance their lives. That's, that's very meaningful to us. In all different sports, there are a lot of examples of people who are great players, and, and you were a great competitor, who then try to transition into coaching, and, and they don't do well in coaching. If you had advice for someone who's starting as a coach, do you have any thoughts that come to mind, lessons maybe that you've learned? Yeah, I mean, I'm still pretty new in the, the coaching world, but being patient, um, got to really, really work to find win-win. Um, win-win opportunities for everybody it's um there's like anything you deal with in life there's challenges but you just got to face adversity head on and and learn if you make a mistake and just continue to build and try to be better every day um and give it all your best effort
now that you've been coaching for a little while, is there anything that is a big surprise for you? Something about coaching that you didn't expect would be a part of coaching? <laughs> yeah, COVID. COVID was a challenge. Um, no, realistically, I got off pretty easy through all this, but it was, you know, a, a new, unique challenge in front of us that we had to had to overcome. Um, I, I, you know, something that none of us really expected and never seen coming. So it was the one of the hardest things I had to do. And still, I think back on the day that they told us that students were just leaving for an extended spring break, and we told the students that, and they all left, and then that was it, because then a lot of them didn't return to campus. So that was hard, Was that was kind of our last, like, face-to-face -face interaction with a lot of our students and and though you know and it's never easy to say goodbye to some of your you know when you get when you work with somebody every day it's they become more like family than anything and so that that was a tough one but it's just there's always a unique challenge and something new comes up every every year and just figure out how to work through it are you enjoying coaching as much or more than you thought you would yeah i really enjoy it um it's you know like like i said i'm, I'm, I'm naturally i want to help people so helping people advance and get better and you know to see people have success and and at all different stages is is pretty unique so to you know when when they leave here you hope you leave them in a better spot than when they came and and, and that's really the rewarding part of what we get to do. Rewarding makes me think of the feeling that you get when you do well, when you mention the idea of being a competitor and that adrenaline rush. When you are a coach, your successes are coming from your students. They're coming from people on the team. How much do you enjoy the competition success? How much do you enjoy the day-to-day -day improvements, the career aspect? Where, where is it you get your enjoyment out of it? Um, you know, definitely see them, see them succeed as, as competitors, as obviously being a competitive person. That's where I get a lot of joy. But, um, you know, seeing, seeing some of our students that come in and don't have a whole lot of groundwork when they arrive and to see the steps that they progressed and and how far ahead that they are when they're leaving is is probably the ultimate reward um we we get students at all talent levels and you know if the the thing that i've heard lately is you're always trying to build bring your bottom bottom up and you know those students that come in and work hard and give you everything they have and are super loyal to the to you the program those are the ones you learn from and the ones that really just make you very appreciative of the of the the millennials i guess they get a bad rap and it's like man these kids work hard they they mean well they they have all these core values that we appreciate and want to see in our world and it's just very refreshing cuz cuz they do get a, they do get a bad rap and they do they i don't feel like they always get a fair shake has being a coach changed the way you approach or influenced the way you approach being a dad yeah, and I, I think the inverse of that is true as well. That being a dad's and has changed and influenced the way I coach. But I just enjoy getting to spend time with my kids, and you know they they they're the light of our world, and they grow up fast. Everybody tells you, oh, it's, it'll, it's here and it's gone. And you're like, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, it is here and it's gone. It's how did my daughter go from just being born to being five and a half, almost six years old. And my little guy, he just, he turned a year and, and it just, it's been a snap of the fingers and it's just here and gone. So try to stay grounded and, and just stay in the moment with them. And, and that's really something that's come over into my coaching is just staying really, really grounded and trying to stay level-headed all the time. It's one thing that's, you know, changed from the first year of coaching to the next or till now is just get really, get on the high highs and the low lows. And now it's just trying to just keep the, keep everything progressing forward each and every day and in a positive direction. Is it at all a hope or a dream that one or both of your kids will also go into rodeo? I want them to do what makes them happy. So if that's a path they choose, then I'm going to help them every way I can. Three generations. Yeah. It'd be kind of a neat story. It would be very neat. Lots of places in the world that you could live. Uh, you've traveled the country. You've seen other places, so you have a lot to compare it against. What is it that you like about Wyoming versus those other places that you've been? The The biggest thing that draws me or that I talk about and being from Wyoming is the people. There's good people everywhere you go. People still wave at you on the road. People still, people still hold the door open for you when you go in places. Those are the things that you know make this home and make this the things when you go other places or to other states and visit that you miss. And it makes you be very thankful for it. Wyoming just there's so much to do in, in our state, and you can drive one way and be out on the plains and then the desert and drive another direction all of a sudden you're in the mountains and beautiful country and um, I love to hunt and fish so obviously those are you know in abundance here and God was fortunate enough this year I drew a sheep tag so been waiting 20 years for that and pretty excited for that as well. It's a good year. It's a great year. Well I know talking with President Schaefer with Joe very excited about you community members in Cheyenne, very excited about you. Thanks for everything you're doing for LCCC, for the state, therefore for Rodeo. Thanks for doing this today, too. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's just, it was been great to be on here and great to talk about our state and visit about Wyoming. Um, just want to thank Team Wyoming. They're one of our supporters at the school and, you know, to be able to come on here and talk about Wyoming and really, really feeds into what they're, they're doing with us as well. Mm -hmm.